Hi there, welcome to Shiloh Tabernacle London. We're located in South East London in Woolwich Dockyard, Block 1, Unit 9, Dockyard Industrial Estate, Woolwich Church Street, SC18 5PQ. Join us for our Bible study every Friday from 7.30 to 9pm and you can't miss our Sunday services packed with prayer, vibrant worship and a powerful word. First service is 9am to 10.30 followed by our family service from 10.30 to 12.30. And now for the best part, let's get into the word. this wonderful moment thank you worship team hallelujah church hallelujah when our hallelujah comes from revelation it has to resound hallelujah you know we say hallelujah based on what jesus has done for us we welcome you all those of you that are joining us online welcome to shiloh tabernacle and i believe that this is the day that the lord has made we are glad and we rejoice in this day um the message as in itself it says ransom somebody said ransomed let us go to first peter shall we from chapter 1 verse 17 to 20 um, most of you have seen the um, have already seen um, the brochure the flyer with that title ransomed not will be ransomed but ransomed hallelujah and if you're born again, you know you're ransomed. If you're not born again, you're not yet ransomed. Not that Jesus has not finished the work, but you have to align your life with what Jesus has already finished. Amen. So let us read. I'm reading from the King James and, uh, and it, it goes, And if you call on the Father, who without respect of persons judges according to every man's work, pass the time of your sojourning here in fear verse 18 says for as much as you know that you were not redeemed or ransomed with corruptible things as a silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers verse 19 but with the precious but you have been ransomed or redeemed with the precious blood of christ as a lamb without blemish and without spot 20 who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world but was manifest in these last times for you It was manifest. Somebody said, for me. Somebody said, Jesus was made manifest for me in these last times. Glory to God. Doesn't that encourage you that the reason Jesus appeared was for you? He was made manifest for you and I. Have you seen it? The last portion of verse 20. Who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world? You see... My daughter came to me recently, I don't know if it was yesterday, showing me something that touched her, a quote that uh, I think Desire put on his display. 
on uh, DP and it was talking about that uh, God has already gone into what was he saying that God has already gone into my tomorrow or my future and actually has already seen that there is and actually there is nothing for me and he, has, he says to me there is nothing for me to be afraid of in other words he has already gone ahead in my future and he has made it right praise the name of the Lord he has perfected that which concerns me. We have a, a, a problem today as a Christians and the problem is because of the wrong belief that has come as a reason of wrong teachings. Are you hearing me? Satan has a tendency of postponing our inheritance and our rights in Christ. Are you hearing me? He wants you to know everything is in the future. It has not yet happened. Please understand what I'm saying here. The lamb was slain before the foundations of the earth. It is therefore faith, therefore, it is me to align myself with that which God has already accomplished for me. Not, are you hearing me? There is nothing new that you are producing, but everything has already pro been produced in Christ. So it is therefore my responsibility to agree. That's why prayer is agreement. I come in agreement to that which has already been established, not will be established. Can I also suggest this to you? Even the things we bind must be when you look in the original translation greek translation is what amplified enables you actually amplified i give it credit in that regard because they took that scripture from the original greek and they translated it exactly that is matthew 18 18 which says most of us read it like this in ordinary english whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven yet it says like this in the original greek translation whatever you bind on earth is what is already is what is already has been bound in heaven look at it from the amplified you will appreciate it amplified matthew 18 18 there is something i want us to understand that jesus did not shed his blood just right now it was already shed so whatever the blood was shed for becomes is already your reality oh come on church read what it says truly i tell you whatever you forbid and declare to be improper and unlawful on earth are you hearing this can we finish the last one everybody go must be what is already forbidden in heaven? There's a comma. So whatever you are saying on earth, I, I declare you to be improper. What does that mean? I reject that thing. I, dis, I bind it. I, 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 I curse it. You are permitted to curse anything that is contrary to the word of God. Sickness is contrary to the word. Are you hearing me? Poverty is contrary. Oppression is contrary. So you say, I declare that as improper. In other words, I forbid it. Many times I hear when people say things to you, you're going to die. Say, I for God forbid. <laughs> but now, instead of saying God forbid, God has given you the power to forbid it. He says, I forbid it. I forbid 
did it in Jesus' name. It will not happen to me. Why? You stand on the why. Where do you get the power, you and I as a believer, to forbid whatever you're forbidding? That power is in what Jesus did for us. That power is in what Jesus accomplished for you on that cross. Are you hearing me? Without the cross, there is no power. Without the cross, curses remain. The curse, all the curses from your, from all the curses, whatever, you know, curses provoked by sin. Are you hearing me? All those curses, when we come to the cross, they come to an end. I don't think I heard you. I said they come to an end. It is either you believe what the cross has done or you believe what they say to you. Because I say to people, the curse that you believe is the curse that works for you. Hmm? Oh, in my family, people die at a certain age. That's a curse you are believing. You are affirming what happens in your family. Okay, what, what happens in your family is not exactly what happens in the family of God. Because when you became born again, you were disconnected from your family and you connected to a supernatural family. So whether those in your family fail, in this family you don't fail. Because in this family you are a stranger to failure. So your belief must shift to come into alignment with what has already been done on the cross. Are you hearing me? Now you see here it says, it is what is already, what you forbid, what you declare. Now let me ask a question. Jesus is saying to who? Who forbids? Come on, you know I love to teach a class that responds. Who forbids? Children of God, I didn't hear you. Who forbids? Who says that's improper? Who says that's unlawful? What is unlawful? Whatever is not according to the word is unlawful. So what makes us to stress? What makes us to lose hope and despair? The things we see in our lives and in the lives of others, in our nations, in our generation, we have been empowered by the death and the resurrection of Jesus to declare them unlawful. You to say, I declare that unlawful. It is unlawful for me to die before my time according to the word of God. Can I hear somebody say it? Say it is unlawful for me to die before my time in the name of Jesus so according to the law that governs my life the law of heaven it's unlawful for me to die before my time it's unlawful for me to be oppressed by any demon somebody say it's unlawful for me to die untimely death therefore I forbid it in the name of Jesus, are you hearing me? That must be your mindset. That must be your meditation. Are you hearing me? The problem is we meditate on what has happened in our families and what has happened in the lives of others. We must make 
the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ our meditation because that life has become our life are you hearing me or else we were baptized religiously and not out of revelation because baptism it is I acting out in prophetical in agreement to a pattern of his death and resurrection that in that resurrection I'm no longer held by witchcraft powers the witches and the wizards in my territory must vacate because I am not confronting them in my strength in my power but now in the strength and the power of the Lord are you hearing me therefore that life has broken limitations my delay anything to the singles who are not yet married you are not delayed it is your belief that sustains and empowers your bondage if you believe that nothing happens without without his consent therefore you must you must have this mindset God is setting me up for something greater can I say to are you hearing me you are not delayed but you begin to think about the process in a negative aspect you see whenever you call the process a problem you prophesy it into a problem don't you call the process to maturity and transformation a problem I tell children of God true Christians don't have problems now somebody else is gonna say are you serious can I repeat myself true every authentic genuine child of God has no problems he has needs I don't think you heard me he has no problems he has needs somebody say a need the problem is here when you start to call a need a problem you translate a need into a problem God said in Philippians 4:19 and my God somebody say has to be personal say my this man is saying in my God personal experiential God and my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by <laughs> are you hearing me he says that 419 Philippians and my God shall supply all your needs marital needs financial needs ministerial needs ecclesiastical needs are you hearing me spiritual emotional needs are you hearing me I may not be able to meet uh, no pastor is able to meet your emotional needs or spiritual needs but through us God meets your needs are you hearing me through his word when we stand here we become instruments and God is using this instrument to meet a certain aspect of your life are you hearing me but what I'm trying to say in a nutshell he says this and my God this one is a personal God he knows him Paul has come to know that three times even when I was shipwrecked can I tell you that this man knew his God 
he was shipwrecked how many times three times the sea could not swallow him this man was beaten to death and he came back to life Paul why and that's why he said that's why he said he came when he was read in second Timothy he says now my life is ready to be poured up poured out as an offering I have I've, I've fought a good fight of faith now there awaits for me a crown of glory are you listening to this man he told the Galatians <clears throat> I am only here for your sake he says for me to preach is Christ to live is gain he says for me to live is Christ to die is gain he says but mm, let me look into my calendar I'm just not uh, I, I, you know I would rather be with him but for your sake I will remain a little bit are you hearing this man does not get to die ignorantly man that this is Apostle Paul in the New Testament Apostle John did not die because he didn't know intercessors I remember one of the old mama the intercessor as he was leaving to go to Mukono she came and said, Apostle, Apostle. Three times those mamas told Apostle John Deobalabi Kubo, we saw you in a vision dying in a car accident. That man as he's leaving to go into the, the, that, um, that um, highest car, he told, she told him, and he goes, <laughs> don't worry, let God's will be done. But before that Monday, the Sunday, on Sunday, he was dressed in a white suit. And he hugged his friend, Reverend Daniels, a Nigerian preacher. Both they were dressed in white suits. They hugged each other in that service. They cried and cried. Then Daniels told the congregation, there's going to be a noise, if you remember, in prayer palace that day. There's going to be a great noise, noise in this house. I will not tell you if it is going to be a, 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 a noise of joy or of crying. But I'll, let me go somewhere in Nairobi. I will be back in two weeks. He left. It was within those two weeks. He didn't even make a week. His friend died. They knew. That, that Sunday before he came on the altar. After Sorry, after the first service, the evening service, he preached at... Um, um, Apostle um, St. Younger's Church Christian Life and he preached a message that says I, um, I sought the Lord and he heard my cry and he said I have finished that was his sermon I have finished what God commanded me to do Monday he's gone Paul He's saying, <laughs> for me to leave is, is to preach Christ. To die is gain. When he was ready, now in Philippians says, my life is ready now to be poured out like a drink offering. These are men that understand um, dimensions. That's why he gets to say to you as a believer, in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, from verse 20, one says let no one boast of men that I belong to Apollos or Paul or Cephas he says for all these things are yours 
For all things are what? Are yours. He goes on to say, yes, life is yours. Death is yours. The world is yours. In, are you hearing me? And you belong to Christ. For all things are his. Are you hearing what he's saying? What does it mean that death is yours? He's trying to tell you that through the death and the resurrection of Jesus, death has no longer power to cut you short before you have fulfilled your assignment. But ignorance is what causes us to be cut short before our time. And we look at the severity of a disease and say because it's stage four, stage three, because by virtue of its name, I'm finished. And those who get this disease, they don't leave. Is that scripture? Are you listening to what I'm saying? Children of God. That's why he has told you what you bind on earth and forbid and declare to be unlawful is what is already. Somebody says what is already. That's forbidden. Forbidden is what's already forbidden, declared improper and unlawful in heaven. What does that get to tell you? You must know, you must command knowledge in what you are forbidding. You must know what is already forbidden. Are you hearing me? Now you see, there are six levels and faces of faith. There is what we call sensual faith. There is also what we call strong faith. Little faith. Are you hearing me? There is what we call perfect faith. Now, perfect faith is what we are talking about here. Perfect faith is what is already predicted in the word and you come into alignment with it. Are you hearing me? There is great faith, perfect faith, little faith. Jesus says, ye of little faith, how long shall I put up with you? And he says, and then he tells in Matthew 15, the Canaanite woman, who came to him with her daughter demon possessed and he she was put away because she's a heathen and he tells her oh woman nobody gives you know it is children's healing that you are asking for healing and freedom from demonic oppression is the children's bread are you hearing me healing and deliverance from demonic oppression is the children's bread and he says, and it is not good to toss children's bread to little dogs. She goes on to say, she's, she refuses to be offended. She's, are you hearing me? She refuses to be offended. She still calls him Lord, master owner. I know that you are master over impossibilities. I still, I will refuse, I refuse to take offense. You see, many times we miss the miracle because we quickly, this is just in the passing, let me say it. We miss the miracle and we miss a higher dimension of revelation of who Christ is because we quickly take offense. What is offense? Offense releases a man and woman into what we call, what we refer to as spiritual passivity. Now, spiritual passivity 
is when a person having gone through a lengthy time in their problem endured oppression or something for a long time the enemy convinces them to believe and to think that because I have been through this condition for a long time my my continuous issue or condition is now my permanent condition because no matter how many times I prayed and asked God to remove it it's still there anyway God does not want to change it they take offense at God and that creative the spirit we call passivity a passive spirit believing that this situation will not change have been through it for a long time you get to accept your condition your temporary situation as your permanent condition because you took offense at God and many times you don't say it audibly that you took offense it is actually perceived in people in what people say when you ask them about a, a, an issue they say hmm, you know how long past I have fasted over that issue you know how long I prayed and believed God and no one is coming hmm, me these things of relationships I don't understand them huh they took offense. Are you hearing me? If you believe, you see, when you align yourself with what was done, hmm? <laughs> you listen, when you understand that he did it for me, we have read in Peter, everything he manifested, Jesus, somebody said, Jesus manifested for me. That is a big statement. That is a deep truth. That's a deep reality. Holding on to it, Jesus manifested for who? For me. Therefore, when doors are closed, Jesus who manifested for me, if a door is closed, he has permitted it for my safety. Because he manifested for me. When a relationship does not work, he has cut it off for me. He manifested for me. What I carry is greater than that relationship that he had to cut it short so that he may take me to a higher level. Ah, come on, child of God. So when you align yourself with that reality, you cannot be heartbroken. Are you hearing me? You can't be rejected. That's why I said an authentic, genuine believer, child of God, is not rejected. Are you hearing me? But then you get to believe I am. I have a spirit of rejection. Don't you misconstrue your bad habits and behavior that sabotage you to to be mistaken for demonic power of rejection ah you won't hear many amen you want to console yourself by reason of your belief that you carry a spirit of rejection without looking into your mannerisms and behaviors that contradict the word that deny you to walk in favor huh everywhere I go I'm rejected but you don't want to bath. You, your, your armpits are smelly. From a distance, I thought you were beautiful. Beauty attracts. Your beauty attracted me to you. And I came to you. 
but you are, your mouth smells you. You don't brush your tongue. Now you are at you are, even the demon say, ah, I know I'm a demon, but I'm not the one who caused them to be rejected. It is their bad behavior. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Can we say that Joseph was rejected? Oh, his brothers didn't like him. The father made him a, a coat of many colors and, and, and they were jealous of him. No, they were not jealous because Joseph is rejected. Sometimes jealousy is because that the people around you admire you so much that their admiration is misplaced. That's why I say jealousy is nothing else but misplaced admiration. They admire you so much that the admiration is misplaced into what we call jealousy. So be comfortable when people are jealous of you. It is just because they admire you. People are never jealous of what they do not admire. So when are you going to grow up? I was the other day uh, walking with my wife and another family member who is single and the men were looking at her and she goes, hey, that man is looking at me. That man. I said, is it something that should surprise you as a lady that they have looked at you? Or you are trying to deny us or you are trying to tell us you are not actually uh, impressed and actually uh, excited by, by the attention you are receiving. Because you are seeing, I said, you're not a baby. If he was looking at a young baby, I would have, I mean, it should have surprised me. I told her, it doesn't surprise me that you're getting attention. You're single anyone, you're not a kid. I mean, are you hearing me? Now, why am I saying this? It's in the same light when people are jealous of you. I don't know why people are jealous of me. You're cute. You're smart. You are uncompromising. You are principled. Huh? Stop pretending you don't know why. I don't know why. You know why. Oh, come on. You know why. You got a good singing voice. You're cute. You got a good figure. You are principled. You love God. You pray. You seek God. I have lived long enough in the church to know that when you live a prayerful, consistent, good life, your fellow believers will hate you for living for God. They'll be, are you? And it is manifested through jealous. And that's why they start to talk negative. Get over it and know it. And keep living for God. Are you hearing me? Now, flipping back to where we were. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Can you say that Joseph was rejected? A man, the father made him a coat of many colors. Some of you, the many colors which may represent you were multi, I mean you were multi-gifted. We call it in Christianity, gift mix. Some of you carry gift mix. Are you hearing me? When you sing, when you drop the microphone and then you start to preach, when you teach, I, I mean, and people begin, are you hearing me? <laughs> now they Joseph he's, by reason of his giftedness they hated him and then yet God permitted the jealous and the hatred because it uh, because his assignment was not to be for because his assignment could not be fulfilled in the wrong place 
He had to be. You see, your destiny is connected to your placement. Placement is key to the fulfillment of your assignment. The day Apostle Paul left, <laughs> left the Gentiles in Ephesus to come to Jerusalem to tell them about how much God was working in, in, in Ephesus and all over, how the napkins and the aprons were healing people and God was using and doing extraordinary miracles through him. After he had narrated the story for you Bible readers, that is 1 Corinthians 15, Acts of Apostles 15, he goes to Jerusalem to give the narrative of what has been happening in his ministry to the apostles in Jerusalem. If you search deeper, look into the motive. You know he was always rejected. His, his letters begin by him affirming himself in his calling. Paul, an apostle and a servant of Jesus Christ, not according to the will of men, but according to the will of God. Because they had many of them had not accepted him as an apostle. Are you hearing me? So, yeah, so he goes there to report, even if I did not walk with Jesus physically, as you all, as you all did, yet extraordinary miracles are happening in my life even more than some of you. And are you hearing why? All of us have our immature stages of growth. Are you hearing me? So guess what? Because he was in a wrong area of placement, the apostle... Who went to the third heaven was lowered through a window in a basket. An apostle in the basket. When he was in the wrong place, he had to lie. Apostle Paul lied. When, were, when the beatings were too much, he says, Ah, you are, you are beating a Roman. Do you remember that? You are beating a Roman and he spoke in, uh, in Roman. When the other people are not there, then he spoke in Aramaic. <laughs> trying to survive in the area outside of your calling you find compromise deception lies to be accepted and there is humiliation they law you in a basket are you hearing this yet when he was in the gentiles this man is accepted are you hearing do you remember in ephesus before he went to jerusalem the the, he, the believers in ephesus cried you remember by the sea when they're releasing him, they wept, they didn't want him to go. Why do you live where you are celebrated to go where you're tolerated? The play, are you hearing this? Joseph, I brought that to show you. Joseph now, he has to be by divine orchestration. God has to permit his brothers to be jealous of him, to be envious of him. And then to sell him to the Ishmaelites who must take him to Egypt. Otherwise, how is he going to go to Egypt and the mission and the vision he saw? How is it going to be fulfilled? So then we are flipping the coin. Yet on the other side, while things are happening to him, his brothers are hating on him. His brothers selling him to the Ishmaelites. You would see it as rejection. Abandonment. Eh? Yet it is a divine setup for something bigger and greater. What you are thinking is a rejection, a disappointment. is actually a divine setup if it is, has been permitted by God. I, 
Is God talking to somebody in here? You may look at your present life. Why me in the church? Always we are in the church. Let me tell you something. Most of you, when your hour of display comes, they will think you just popped up yesterday desire. They will think most of you young girls, you just popped up, but you've always been in the background. Joel Austin always was the one doing the TV. He was in the equipment in media for his father, John Austin. When the father died, the elders said, this John should take over the ministry. said, what? Me? I, 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 I'm comfortable in the background. I've never been. And look, when he took over his father's ministry, the ministry exploded. What am I trying to say? And most people think, they were asking him, they think he just came up. He said, when every night, when every now and then I was doing things for my father I had him teach I observed his life I was constantly learning are you hearing me there are moments that are not making sense and may not make sense now but will make sense tomorrow when you step into your assignment I remember back in the days how I cried to God for a house when I was homeless sleeping in the, on the church benches. And I thought God hates me. Why are you using me to heal other people but you can't even give me a small room where to stay? God was, God was, do you know what he was doing? He was developing my prayer life. Today I travel around the world because of my prayer life. Are you understanding me? I've been invited and I've lived in spacious hotels, beautiful places, toward around just to go and teach on intercession and prayer or to lead prayer in big conventions. Be careful not to curse what is intended to advertise and promote you because you don't understand. Are you hearing me? Somebody say, I am a child of God. I have no problems. I only have needs and challenges. And I can do all things. And I am born of God. And whatever is born of God overcomes the world, overcomes all challenges. Are you hearing me? So don't you... Now, we go back to the scripture. The Bible says Jesus manifested in these last times for you. Somebody said for me. When Jesus manifested in these last times, he came and died. Somebody say he died. The scripture has spoken here in 18. For as much as you know that you were not redeemed, you were not ransomed, bought back by what? with corruptible things is it not it says silver gold all the things are crap are, are corruptible somebody said they are corruptible the currents that god used to purchase you is incorruptible i don't think you heard me you are as enduring as the currents that purchased you 
He never used the silver and gold but the blood of his son. Incorruptible. Are you hearing me? When we look around this room, there are several cameras. Are you hearing me? Now, every camera in this room has a specific price. So the value of each camera is proportional to the price paid for it. I'm not talking about cameras. Are you hearing me? Now the Bible says you were bought at a price. Everything in life has a price. I don't think you heard me. But the, the believer in Christ has a price tag that no silver, no gold, no dollar, no pound can match. Are you hearing me? When you go into a shop, and you look at things. I believe that when pastor walked into the shop or went online, he looked at several cameras. But the reason these ones are existing here, he looked at the... Uh, are you hearing me? When he was paying the price, he's not looking at the money. <laughs> he was looking at the worth. The worth of what he was going to pay for. Are you hearing me? Many times when you go into a shop and you, and you consider something to be of great worth and beautiful, you don't even listen to the price. So when God had the devil had you in chains and he told the devil, name your price. Are you hearing me? Name the price. And uh, are you hearing me? The devil must suggested many, many, several other things. And God said, because I value this to be of greater worth, I'm going to pay it with my own blood. A currency in the supernatural that no one can actually match. The price of your purchase, nobody, nothing matches it. When you understand the price you have paid for something, you hold it dearly. I don't think the church hears me. You hold it dearly. No matter what is happening in your life, God holds you dearly. Why? Have you ever seen, have you ever bought expensive things? Most of you have some clothes or shoes you you, 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 some shoes. There's a guy I know in this church. Huh? There are some shoes that don't just show up on certain occasions because by reason of their price. He said, this is worth, this is spirit. It's worth is proportionate to the price that they, they, he laid down for it. This one is not an everyday ordinary shoes that shows up. This one is for special occasions. Somebody say, I was bought at a price. Somebody say, my price is matchless. The price that bought me is matchless. Are you hearing me? Let the devil know I was bought by the blood. The, are you hearing me? The, the blood of Jesus is the only currency, supernatural currency, 
that every demon when they hear, they must bow. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You shouldn't use it as loosely as you think. Are you hearing me? <laughs> now we spoke about, somebody said ransomed. You know, Jesus says in Matthew 20 and verse 28. He goes, even as the son of man came not to be ministered unto, not to be served, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. Are you hearing that? Oh, come on. Jesus says, even as the son of, of man came not to be served, but to serve. He tells you why he came. He says, he came, everybody read, to give his life as a ransom for many. He came to give his life a ransom for many. What is the life of Jesus? The blood of Jesus is the life of Jesus. He, when he says he gave his life, what is his life? His blood. What is his blood? His life. Somebody said, the life that purchased me is the life of the blood of Jesus Christ. Are you hearing me? Whatever you buy, you own. Oh, come on somebody. Whatever you buy, you own. I want, I look in this room. I look at people that Jesus says, I own you. No, no, not just the name Jesus. Life owns you. <laughs> Somebody say, life owns me. May the Lord enable us to understand who we truly are. Somebody say, I am owned by life. Guess what? That's why Paul says, you have power over life. He says, now life is yours. Death is yours. But guess what? He tells us that death was swallowed up. Death was swallowed up. The life of Jesus swallowed up death. So when it says you are in charge in a Christ, are you hearing me? We should learn to boast about our salvation. Are you hearing me? I am a product of life. I am owned by life. When you say God's property, what you purchase is your own. You own it because you bought it. I belong to God. Somebody say, I belong to God. I belong to life. Somebody say, life owns me. Death has no power over me. Life owns me. Somebody say, it is eternal life. That's that which owns me. The higher life, the sickness-free life is what purchased me. Are you hearing me? This life that owns me is not cursed. Is not cursed. No spell works on it. I no longer live. Hey! Paul says, I no longer live. But the, I, but the Son of God that purchased me, I no longer live. But the life I live is the life of the Son of God that purchased me. I no longer live. What does that mean? When I show up, life has shown up. When I show up, who shows up? Who is that life? Who is that life? 
therefore it is safe to submit wherever you appear in whatever regional territory you must appear by revelation as a life has appeared who is that life christ in me therefore you must understand it is therefore safe to submit you are a greater principality so wherever you show up a greater principality has shown up therefore let all local regional territorial principalities vacate because a greater principality in christ jesus has shown up the reason we fail is because we show up we fear because we show up we fear to fail because we show up this life that purchased me cannot fail doesn't fail are you hearing me you begin to speak like what purchased you Paul that's why he says I'm I'm ready to my life is ready now to be poured out is it not the same thing that his master said ah father into your hands I commit my spirit he didn't die he gave up his ghost he didn't die he gave up his ghost somebody say he gave up that's why the difference listen the difference between those give up their ghosts and those who don't give up their ghosts is a scene when the roman soldiers come if they find you still alive they break your legs jesus's legs were, were not broken because he gave up his ghost in time so he will not be even a crippled resurrected messiah are you hearing me they broke them romans they broke them legs are you hearing me because they, even though they were in pain they had no power to give up their ghost they waited for death this guy who doesn't wait for death who chooses when to die and when to resurrect is your master he's the one that bought you are you hearing me so when we come on good friday and say it's a good friday it's a transactional friday hey somebody say it's a transaction of friday it's a supernatural transaction took place when blood was being exchanged are you hearing me when the wicked rotten blood was being exchanged by the royal divine blood you are as royal as the blood that runs in your veins I don't think you heard me. You are as royal as the blood that runs through your veins. <laughs> the last time I checked, the blood of Jesus is royal. And that's why you are royal priesthood. Not because of a name, by reason of the blood that is royal. Holy nation set apart by the blood. Somebody say, I am dangerous. A believer is dangerous. Stop belittling yourself. Understand what the cross means and what he did. We have underestimated the cross. We have looked down the blood of our, of our patches. Are you hearing me? Jesus says, I came to give, uh, to give my life as a ransom. The last time I checked in my dictionary, I looked at this word ransom and it is a Greek word lutron somebody said lutron it means to lose 
ransom is a price that is paid for redeeming captives, losing them from their bonds, and setting them at liberty. So Jesus said, I came to set you at liberty. Why are you still accepting oppression? When he says, I came to set you at liberty. The, the challenge with us is this, to believe what he did. This is where the struggle is in our faith. The devil tells you it's not yet done. You need to be so good for it to happen. I want to tell you it was already done. You have to believe it. You believe it. You accept it to manifest. And religion tells you, the devil tells you, <laughs> you know, and it's the same trick he came up with in the Garden of Eden. It says, when you eat, you will be. Post upon the faith. Post upon the what? Belief. When you eat, you will be. He tried to play that trick on life himself and told him, if you are the son of God, if you are, you know you are not. If you are, turn the stones into the same trick of the devil. It never changes. He told them, you Adam, the first Adam, he tells him, uh, and his wife, he tells Eve, uh, guess what? God knew if you eat, you'll be like him. He tells them, eat to become or are you hearing me he's trying to tell them eat to become what you already are that's why he's called a liar are you hearing me they needed not to eat to become because they were already in the image and after the likeness of God what the devil was telling them it was reversal he was saying eat and lose who you try to prove who you are so you can lose who you are Satan tries to tell you, you are not. Try to behave like this to be who you are. Try to prove a point so that, are you hearing me? And they fell for the trick and they lost the dominion and the power. The second Adam, Jesus, is tricked. Guess what? They told him, if you're the son of God, turn the stands into bread, eat. Jesus did not eat to prove who he was said man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God are you hearing what I'm saying now he comes to the New Testament believer Jesus he never needed to eat to be the son of God to be who he was already now what is he telling believers he says hey, if you are truly a born again Christian I and God loves you. How come you're not yet married? Uh, how come you're failing in relationships if you are a child of God? Okay, how come you don't have this? You don't have that. So you work so hard to prove who you are. And in the process of doing so, you lose who you are. That's why many have lost who they are. They are running. And they lost who they are. Because you are I am I if you are a believer in Christ pay attention of the tenses somebody say I am ransomed Colossians 1:13 says to them to the Colossian church says you have been redeemed you have been de 
delivered from the powers of darkness. Satan wants you to, when you feel, listen, because you have been delivered from the powers of darkness, it does not mean you will not be challenged. Now that I'm being challenged doesn't mean I am in darkness. Oh, come on. Am I talking to people? He says, can we read it all of us? He says, he has delivered us from the power of darkness. What did he do? And he changed. He translate. He conveyed, translated us, transported us into the kingdom of the son of his love. That kingdom of light. From darkness to light. Somebody say, I was delivered. That's where your prayer must come into alignment with what he says. What, how should I pray? Father God, I thank you because I'm delivered. When sickness is in here, it's a challenge. I remind, I am reminding the devil that I know who I am, where I am standing. I am not asking to be delivered.